everyone and welcome to Yolanda Yvette Speaks. It is me, Yolanda Yvette, motivational speaker, public speaking coach, author, and your podcast host. Like always, if you want to be on the show, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or if you have any speaking opportunities for me, go ahead and reach out to me at Speaks at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me on Instagram and Facebook at the same name. That is Y-O-L-A-N-D-A-Y-V-E-T-T-E-S-P-E-A-K-S. Also, go ahead and head on over there to Amazon.com and pick up my book, Speak Up, which you will learn the winning strategies to effective public speaking and making a profit in doing so. So now that all of that is out the way, y'all, let me go ahead and get this bio together for who we have today. Today we have Veronica Sutherland, the spiritual makeover coach. She is passionate about serving God through service to others. She has heeded the call from God to utilize her gifts and experience to minister to busy Christian women by helping them to grow their faith through practicing the spiritual disciplines to develop an intimate relationship with God. Veronica is trained in teaching Christian lay leadership and Christian life coaching. She has published a number of books, her latest being a 30-day devotional, Talking Daily with God, a 30-day challenge to develop the discipline of her daily prayer. So we'll get into that, y'all. Y'all know it. Um, Her dedication, sound biblical knowledge, patience, willingness to go the extra mile, and commitment to sharing the gospel inspires, encourages, and motivates women to strengthen their faith. So y'all, let's welcome to Yolanda Yvette Speaks, Ms. Veronica Sutherland. Thank you, Yvette. It's good to be here. Oh, well, thank you for taking the time to to be here with us today. I would love for you to go ahead and just tell the people about yourself in your own words, um, because I read your bio, but it's different coming from you and who you are. So go ahead. Okay, so Veronica is a coach, a teacher, I have been trained in teaching and lay leadership and life coaching. I have worked in the educational system for a number of years. I now work with my DNOM where I write Sunday school lessons, those trainings, etc. But then I'm moving out on my own and I want to help women to be more disciplined in in their struggles for that daily time with God. We we are not we are we are so busy doing everything else that we don't find time for ourselves and uh, find time to work to develop that relationship that we ought to have with God. Everybody else takes first place and so I want to be helping ladies to be able to do that important self-care okay let me ask you real quick um i'm familiar with it but for those who are not familiar what is a lay worker okay a lay worker is not ordained it's uh, somebody who works with the church uh-huh. it may be in some cases it may be part-time in my case it is full-time and uh, I, I'm a leader in the church, but I'm not ordained. Okay. So, 
we're going to get into the busyness that people have, the busy lives or so-called busy lives that people have that where they don't make time for God, right? Um, Tell people why it is important to make time to build your relationship with God. Okay, so we all are made to connect with God. And when we are not connecting with God, it's just like when you don't connect with your parents, Mm -hmm. you find that that communication that should take place with you with you and your parents it's not taking place you find that you are not doing things the way you would want them done you there is just that disconnection Mm. in the home and it's the same way when we are disconnected from god we are like delinquent children <laughs> we're going our own ways doing things our way and we're not satisfied in those things that we get that we do and there's just, just that longing that my husband says it's a god hole in your heart that is not satisfying mm. if they are really connected so how does one build their relationship you begin with finding time to be with god the same way you would spend time with your parents and so you get to know them better and are able to build that bond and connect with them it's the same way you spend time with God so it's finding that time to be able to sit with him talk with him um, you allow him to talk to you It's it's a conversation with God and that can be done in various ways your daily devotions your quiet time allowing him to speak into your heart it's your praise well, it's your uh, so you were running through through ways to connect with him right so it, you said um, your prayer I guess meditation your daily devotion um with him so allowing him allowing the space for him to talk back to you seems to be a thing that a lot of people struggle with because i know that was my struggle for a a long time is hearing from him um what do you say to that yes it's, it's a struggle for many of us because we do not take the time to really sit and be quiet in front of him. We are rushing off in the mornings. We get up in the mornings. It's a mad rush to go and get a bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to get children off the school. We, we have to get ourselves off to work. And so we rush off. We go to work. We work. We are busy at church as well, doing those things that we need to do to connect with others and to be of service to God but that quiet time to for our own self-care we don't find that time to really sit and be quiet before so, God to allow so to let me ask God. you this Veronica because a lot of times I've heard this before you like after you say your prayers you know you amen you, you should sit still in order to hear from God, how much time 
should you sit still for? Well, it's up to you. How much time do you have to sit still? Oh, yes, yeah. it's nice to um, to cultivate the time of sitting still for several minutes, maybe 15, half an hour. Mm. But then you may just have a five minutes to sit still and allow God to speak. And he knows how much time you have. And so he will speak to you in that time. But it's just one thing I need to caution people about. Don't try to force God to speak to you. He, he will do it of himself. So sometimes you might sit still and you may not hear from God at that point. But then, and if you do that often enough, you will hear from him. And it's, it's, it's that quiet voice inside of you, that thought, that fleeting thought, that knowing. And sometimes that voice that you hear is not in your own language, it's just annoying. Mm. <laughs> it, it, it is just annoying. So how, do, how does one force it though? Forcing it is, they is sitting there and ask God to, you need to speak to me now and not being quiet. It's, mm. it's like, are we there yet too with our, our children? Oh, well, I've done that before yet. then, if that's, that's the case. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've done that It's our sitting there and allowing him speak yeah I've done that I'm like listen I need you to tell me something right now because uh yeah, I'm back <laughs> I I've, I've done I, I've done that so let's talk about um really quickly because since we're talking about devotionals and and taking that time as part of um building that connection and relationship with God you have created um a numerous numbers of devotionals including your latest one the 30-day devotional um talking daily with god talk about that talk about your book okay so my book is a tool to help individuals to develop that habit of sitting down daily for some time with god mm-hmm. it's a uh, helping you to understand how to pray. It's giving you some tips on how to pray. It is giving you tips about the benefits of learning to pray. It is helping you to understand that there is a battle that is going on for your time, for your heart, etc. And what can you help yourselves to be better able to fight that battle so it's it's basically trying to get individuals to just develop that habit to sit down and pray each day is there a right or wrong way to pray absolutely not Uh, it is conversing with god it is using your own words with God. So, yes, God did say we should not use vain repeti- repetition, so that can be a wrong way to pray where we, we feel that this is uh, the 
way it should be done. This has no other way. It is just conversing with God, just as you would with another human being. It's talking with him. Use your own words. Okay, you know what? You might be a good person to ask this question to. So, you, you know, pray without ceasing, right? So, yeah. if you're praying without ceasing, are you also not trusting God at the same time to take care of what you already asked for? Because now you're repeating the same thing um, over and over again. No, he, he did say that if we are persistent in our prayers, he will listen. And so sometimes you do need, for your sake, to keep saying to God what it is you are asking him for. And he, after a while, he will indeed respond. Sometimes he responds immediately. I will recall um, some time ago, last, last year, yes, it was last year, the Lord had been speaking to me about our ministry. And uh, I wrote books, yes, but I don't know, for some authors, you write and you think that the books are going to sell themselves. Mm-hmm. And so you don't do those things that you need to do. And one morning I was praying and I said, Lord, if you really want me to do this thing, you'll need to provide somebody to help me to do it. And when I got up from praying and I turned on my Kindle, there was a planner from a Christian coach who lives in Jamaica. For me, what was instructive was that the person was a Christian coach and they lived in Jamaica. To get that planner, you would have had to opt in. I didn't opt in for it. I checked my emails to make sure that I hadn't forgotten. That was an instant answer to prayers for me. Another situation I prayed to the Lord 13 years ago (laughs) or something, and he said, leave it with me, and I left it with him, and I gave up. And last July, out of the blue, I got it. 13 years later. So, talk about the, because I know a lot of people will say, you know, turn it over to God, right? Leave it at the altar. Those things. What does that exactly mean? Does that mean not to think about it again or not to pray about it again? What does that mean? It, it means trusting God to give you what is best for you. So sometimes it means giving it to you right away. Sometimes he has to prepare you for getting it. And so it is praying as the need arises, continue praying. It is being active, actively waiting. So it Leaving it with God does not mean that we we just sit down and do nothing. Mm-hmm. It is it is an it is expecting an answer, and so sometimes it's a matter of us preparing ourselves for that answer. Hmm. I don't know if I've answered you. Well, because that goes back to you said preparing yourself for an answer which means like does that go back to um, be careful what you pray for type of deal oh, yeah. <laughs> yes sir. or being specific in your prayer 
our prayers. Yes, sometimes we, we do need to be specific in what we're asking for because the, the Lord does answer prayers. Although he answers in his own way, sometimes we need to be specific in what we are praying for. Most times we should be specific because sometimes we may just get an answer that we don't want mm -hmm. because we weren't specific in what we asked for. Been there, done that. God. And sometimes we are specific, but the Lord gives us way beyond what we asked for. <laughs> Absolutely. So would you say prayer is a habit? It should be a habit. It's not always a habit for persons in that sometimes we, we forget to pray. Sometimes it's when the situation arises, when we are in trouble, we remember that we should pray. But it really ought to be a habit. It is something that we should Schedule time with God. If it, it is a priority, it is something that rejuvenates us. It is something that guides our days and gives us a spark for the day ahead. And so it really ought to be a habit like brushing our teeth. So, Veronica, I'm about to ask you a, a crazy question, okay? Or okay. it's going to be off the wall, but it's still it's still with the same, same thing with prayer. So... Does your eyes have to be closed during prayer? Because you know they be like, oh, all heads bowed, all eyes closed. Do they have to be closed in order for your prayer to like go through? No, they don't have to be closed. Remember, the publican lifted his eyes up to heaven to God. His eyes were open. <laughs> So your eyes don't have to be closed. So where is this coming from, though, then? Why are I, people saying that? I think they, they, people ask you to close their eyes because then you become more focused when you close your eyes. For some persons, you become more focused. You shut out the world. Okay, uh -huh. focus on God. Okay, because yeah, that's me. So I'm the I, one I'll be looking around everywhere. Possible. <laughs> but I will confess I don't always close my eyes, especially when I'm standing, uh -huh. because I feel more balanced with my eyes open. Exactly. Everybody, okay, because I'm everyone sitting there swaying side to side because their eyes are closed. They losing their balance probably. That's why. You know what, Veronica? You just made so much sense. You made so much. You made so much sense to me. So, well, you know, like you just said that he lifted his head um, and prayed to God. So why? Why are we bowing our head then? Humility, it is said. Oh. <laughs> Out of humility, with your heads bowed before God. You, okay. You bow to the king, I suppose, so you bow to God. It's a battle. See? This is, this is good information. doing these things. <laughs> exactly. So, listen, I fell asleep during many of prayers because I'm like, I had such good intentions, and hopefully, he, God knows, like, oh, she tried. She was, she was, she was trying. Yep. So I, I, I think hopefully I got some brownie points in in that aspect of being like, which uh, he know he knows me. Shoot, he created me. So he like she tried her best at that moment. She was sleeping. Yes. Yeah. Uh -oh. And, and I, I recommend that persons put themselves in a posture where you won't be tempted to fall asleep. 
Yeah, that's that. I don't know, cause I, you know, sometimes I pray in the shower. I pray in my car. I don't, I don't just limit it to like, let okay. me just pray, um, on the side of my bed kneeling down. You know, I, I pray everywhere, not just in one, you know, particular place. So do I. I pray right through all the day. I'm washing the dishes. I'm talking to God. Yep. <laughs> Just about anything I'm doing, I'm talking to God. I'm walking on the road. Some people might think I'm crazy sometimes. Let them think you're crazy. That's okay. It's all right. Let them think you're crazy. Yeah. So, um, with, I mean, he said pray without ceasing. So see, you, exactly. You right exactly. So, with your 30 day devotional, um, is it reflective? So, after you do each day, is it pause for reflection? Yes, it's a reflective. Um, the, you are given a Bible passage, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a reflection on the passage. Some tips about how to go about your life as a Christian, and uh, there are some challenges. Get some challenges. One challenge each day. <laughs> it, I understand it. Some I get questions it. After, afterwards, too, before the challenge, for you to reflect. So how did how did Veronica Sutherland become the spiritual makeover coach? Oh, okay. So I had I, I was trained as I said to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. My first daughter died of leukemia. I was at my dream job lecturing mm-hmm. at a university when I had my second daughter. Um, about 18 months, no, it was two and a half years later she was diagnosed with autism. Mm. Now this young lady was, because she no longer is hyperactive, non-verbal, all over the place. Got very, I got very little sleep. Mm. And you know, lecturing at the university, it's quite a long, it's long hours. Right. And with somebody, with that child, it was just difficult. And so I took my eight months leave that was due. And at the end of the eight months, I said, no, I need to leave. You weren't going back. I need to focus on her. Uh-huh. And I, I had a brother, she had a brother at the time who was younger than she was, 18 months younger. So, during that eight months I spent time in prayer in fasting I was more devoted to God during those eight months and he said to me during that time that I will have an online ministry but I should be patient for the details while being patient I started working with my writing Sunday school lessons, doing training, etc., and focusing on, on God. And so it is through this focus on God, working with my women's fellowship, working and missions, etc., it was through that that I became this spiritual makeover. Oh, wow. And it's nice because 
unfortunately you had to go through some things um in your life but it was able to allow you to help others um in their spiritual journey because i'm pretty sure you went through the maybe you went through the, the phases of you know being angry or being angry with god or you know of why certain things had to happen why you yeah. why her why them you know um but you're able to now speak from a, a place of i've been through this i can let me help you through this i know it seems dark i know it seems like there's no way um but let me show you how Yeah. Yes. It was all those things that you said. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just figured I said, it. Why, why me? Yeah. <laughs> why her? <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it, those are like, to me, I feel like those are, are natural questions to, to ask yes. when you're going through things. Um, and it's one of the things I don't feel like we ever really going to know the answer to those questions right now in our uh, physical minds of why. Um, so what other books have you, have you always just created devotionals? No, I haven't. I have uh, a book for new Christians. Believing is not enough. It's, uh, we are always told it is just believe and uh, you will be okay. But then James did say works without faith. Show me, show me your face, and I show you my works. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, it's not just believing. If you just believe and sit down, I don't know that you believe. Mm. So it, it's, it's showing your love. I believe that believing is a doing word. It is showing your love to others. It is ministering to other persons, and uh, and so that book was to help young Christians to recognize that yes, they are going to be distracted. Um, they are, we live in a world where you are busy. There are a number of things, bright, shiny objects all around that will distract us from staying focused on God. Um, that you should love your neighbor as yourself and your neighbor is just about everybody. It's not just those persons that mm. will do for you. Mm-hmm very difficult to do <laughs> you know it's one of I, I think it's maybe the most difficult thing that God has asked it's, us to it's do. Dif- that is difficult that is it's a, it's a difficult thing some people are unlovable <laughs> but then he asks us to love them anyway well I love and you but it, I don't it, like it's you it's surrendering surrendering your time or treasure or talents Hmm. So, but you said something about uh, about you know faith without works is is dead, and about the well the title of your books like believing is is not enough, which is very true because they go hand in hand. Because people forget about that you know works part. You have to do some works. Is is you have to do something. It's not just you know well I'm just gonna believe it and then you're just sitting down just waiting for someone to knock on your door and just deliver it to you you still have to do your part as well um meeting them halfway or whatever it may be um so i'm i'm glad you said that like believing is not enough you have to do more you have to do your part um whether it's even 
and like you said with the devotionals or or the more praying or the let me do some research you have to do something and not just rely on just the one thing that's right you you must and out of your love for god because if you tell your husband every day that you love him and you are not doing you are not hugging him you are not doing things for him he's going to wonder do you really love me you know you can't just i love you there and sit down <laughs> You know, so it's, it's basically the same thing with God. It's not I love you, God, and sit down. <laughs> you make a good point there, Veronica. You made a you made a very good point. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to tell everybody how they can get your books, um, how they can get in contact with you, all that good stuff. I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna let you talk and let. And, you can tell people how to get in contact with you, how they can purchase your books and all that other good stuff. Okay, so all my books are on Amazon. I have an author page on Amazon. It is Veronica Sutherland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you search for Veronica Sutherland, you should be able to find my books on Amazon. And I can give you the, the URL is amazon.com slash veronica dash Sutherland slash e slash b o o s k d a c q e. That's my order page. So if you go there, you will find all my books on Amazon. And most are Kindle and paperback. Some are just people back. Okay. Okay, listeners, y'all already know I'm going to have it um, posted on the beginning of of the podcast. So you just go there, look it up. I'm going to have, you know, you'll have the whole spelling. So all you got to do is just click the link um, that will be provided just in case you didn't catch how to spell something. Uh, Veronica also has. Go ahead. Go ahead, Veronica. Okay, you can also go to my website veronicavsutherland.com and you will find information there about how you can purchase my books as well okay y'all know that's gonna be up there too so don't y'all worry y'all ain't miss anything at all veronica also is um offering to the listeners a pdf of the first seven days of talking daily with god journal so you're gonna have to get the rest of the days uh by purchasing the book but she's gonna give you the first seven days um as a little sample of what you what you got for you can start forming your habit um of talking to god yes yes and uh, i may interject here that the, the journal is a companion to the devotional so the the journal has space for you to write your prayers if there are prayer prompts there for you to write your prayers as well as it has the bible passage for the day and uh, the reflection questions and the challenge okay absolutely so veronica i thank you for being here with us today i would love for you to leave our listeners with a tip whatever is on your heart your mind your soul the first thing that comes to your mind okay so we do 
need to make prayer a habit. So I am asking you to look at your schedule and schedule some time to be with God. Put it on your in your diary, on your calendar, wherever. Um, you may also put it in your phones, make an alarm, and when that alarm rings, rings take time to pray. If it's just five minutes you have at that time, pray and try to make it a habit. Oh, wow. It should be a priority for us, and so we should treat it the same way we do any other appointment. Right. So y'all, that that was y'all heard from Veronica. Make time, schedule it. You make time for everything else in your life. You put everything else in your phone, um, or in your calendar or whatever. You answer the call when someone else calls you. So go ahead and make time to talk to God and make it a habit. So y'all, this has been another episode of Yolanda Yvette Speaks. I love you all dearly, and I will talk to you guys later.